Hey everybody, this is West Virginia Overtime with Sam, and um, like I say all the time, we are for the fans, by a fan, and so some of you have been writing in and said, hey, I don't think you're doing enough uh, podcasts. Um, it, one of the people writing in was one of them that got me to switch from Meridics over to doing these regular podcasts, and he said, I would absolutely love it if you could do a kind of short and sweet kind of wrap-up podcast that I can listen to in the morning as I'm going to work or at lunch that'll catch me up on the previous day's stuff or that will tell me what's upcoming or something like that. And so I'm listening to him. I want to give you guys what you want. And so that's what this uh, podcast is going to be about. I'm going to talk about uh, the things that are upcoming the rest of this week. I'm going to talk about what has happened with some injuries that have happened this week and how that's going to affect some people. I want to talk about some boys and girls soccer games and some things that we have on our Facebook page that some of you may have missed. And then I'm going to talk a little bit, not going to do a complete breakdown, because I'm not up north, and I don't know everything about what's going on, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a breakdown of the Kaiser Bridgeport football game, and why I think it's important that everyone in the state is kind of paying attention to that game, and what the implications could be, and we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to break one of my rules, and I'm actually going to pick that game and pick a score, and I want you guys to write in about it. Um, want to quickly go over that you need to be hitting up all of our platforms. Uh, we are on Instagram, and you can see uh, the pictures that you guys send in on Instagram. Uh, we are there under WV Overtime. Hit our Facebook page hard because uh, on our Facebook page, we have all the scores. We have highlights. We have breaking news that we can find uh, tidbits that students are sending in and everything and our, our Facebook page is West Virginia Overtime it's WV Overtime uh, Twitter we're real active retweeting stuff and making comments especially back to the student sections on at uh, Overtime WV um, it is a little harder to follow if you are not into Twitter because where we, we retweet stuff um people find that they're getting confused. So for the people that get confused on Twitter, it's just easier for you, for you to follow us on Facebook. If you want to uh, get the news, uh, please hit us up on Facebook on West, uh, West Virginia Overtime. We are still working on our website. I'm hoping to have that out um, next week or the week after where you can go and get all, all of the news. Um, you can always email us at wvovertime at gmail.com with any news stats. Um, you can uh, send us score updates, picks, anything there. You can message 
change us on uh, Facebook, DM us, whatever you need to do. Just get a hold of us and tell us what you know. That way we we can stay ahead. I want to thank all of you guys that are writing us and and really supporting us. Uh, we've grown a lot over the last four weeks, actually five weeks now, and we're starting to live stream some games. Uh, you got to see the Buffalo Polka uh, volleyball game, Buffalo Senior Night. Uh, we're looking at possibly uh, live streaming a game tomorrow, so or excuse me, Thursday, which is today. Um, so you know, kind of keep up with us. We're we're slowly evolving. We're doing some podcasting and trying to to give you guys what you want, but you've got to tell us what you want. So the first thing I want to bring up is Thursday, October 24th, which is today when you're listening to this. We should have some breaking news this afternoon. The SSAC is having a meeting with the board of directors um, that is made up uh, mostly of principals. They are going to be listening to the case of the seven-foot to a basketball player from South Sudan who is a sophomore at Hurricane High School. His name is Boy Kerr, and um, they've also got another transfer student at Hurricane that I believe is 6'10", and I think he's a freshman. They're both wanting to play basketball. They've came over here from, from Sudan, and it the way it stands, the SSAC has ruled they are ineligible. The SSAC, if you get into the rule book, states that in order to be eligible, you have to be a student exchange student through a particular program. They actually name the program. These two boys uh, did not come over in that program. Their parents did not come with them. So they have um, no parents that are actually living over here. There is a gentleman from Hurricane that has legal guardianship of them, but it's specifically in the SSAC rules that legal guardianship does not count. The parents would actually have to give up rights and he would have to permanently adopt them for them to be eligible. So they filed an appeal and it's going to the board of directors tomorrow, uh, like I said, October 24th on Thursday. This is going to set a precedent. Are they going to be allowed to play or are they not? Because there are some other transfer students, uh, exchange students, uh, international uh, students in Kanawha County, and then there's one up in the northern part of the state. So everybody's kind of watching this. Is this going to be allowed to happen? Is it not? And with them being 7'2 and 6'10, they can really turn Hurricane High School's basketball team around. Um, Hurricane is usually, with Lance Sutherland, is usually a really good program anyway. But, but you add these post presence there, 
and I mean you've got a team that might be going somewhere so this is a big deal and we are watching this uh, we've had three kind of big injuries that have happened over the last week most of you have probably heard of Curtis McGee um, the Willing Central quarterback that had the ACL tear he put out a Facebook statement um, talking about how proud he was of being a part of Willing Central. But we had two more that came out today. Uh, Kaylee Jordan from Winfield. She is an All-State soccer defender and a member of the basketball team at Winfield High. And she found out today through an MRI that she has an ACL tear and is out the rest of the soccer season. Uh, Winfield is playing in the sectional championships on Saturday and she's not going to be there and it's very very likely that she's going to miss the whole entire basketball season. She put out um, a statement and that's on West Virginia Overtime. Uh, the other latest one that put out a statement earlier today is Braden Mason from uh, uh, Parkersburg football team. Uh, he's called Brody Mason. He's got an ACL tear. So that could affect Parkersburg. So we've had three ACL pretty big injuries where they're out the rest of the season, possibly out the rest of the year, happen this week alone. And so for all you soccer and football and volleyball players that are going out there, and I know the basketball teams are starting up pretty soon, you guys watch yourself. We're going to be praying for all of you guys and hoping that no more serious injuries happen. We know that uh, bumps and bruises do happen, but we don't want any more uh, big injuries or anything like that happening. I uh, want to give you two score updates that we got in boys soccer. We know that a lot more boys soccer games happened on uh, Wednesday, but the only two scores that we got in was Winfield defeat in Lincoln County four to nothing, and then St. Joseph. They lost a tough one to Scott. Uh, Scott beat them 4-3 to three on a shootout. And um, we know that there were a lot more that probably happened, but you guys didn't send any scores in. You you didn't send us stats. You didn't send us any pictures. So that's the only two uh, boys soccer games that we've got to report. I want to talk to you about some of the other things that you can find on West Virginia Overtime. If you guys looked on there today, you got to see that the Musselman um, JV football team had a 20-6 to win over Spring Mill. You got to see Herbert Hoover's new school plans. Uh, they did a computer rendering. They're getting ready to start building Herbert, High, uh, Herbert Hoover High School. Hoover hasn't had a school since the flood happened about three or four years ago, and they are finally moving on it. FEMA finally approved prove that where the location is going to be and what kind of school is going to be there and you can see that 
on um, WV Overtime. You can see the renderings of it. Uh, WCHS announced today that their game of the week is going to be number five in AA. Man, the man hillbillies taking on Point Pleasant. You're going to be able to see that live streaming and you're going to be able to hear it on the radio. We have the links up for that. Um, it was also announced that um, there's going to be the Midland Trail streaming site is going to come down and they're going to stream the Buffalo Bison against Midland Trails football game. Uh, and today we put up the FCA, which is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Every year they do a big auction. We put the auction preview up. You know, they've got Steph Curry's signed basketball jersey that they're auctioning off. This is their big auction, and they've got a lot. And when I say a lot, I do mean a lot of stuff um, in all sports. Most of it signed, um, autographed and they've got certificates of um, authenticity and you guys really need to look that up uh, like i said that is their big fundraiser of the year fca does a lot in, in our schools and they're a great program so look that up and see uh you'd be surprised at what you can get some of these signed uh items for I'm going to give you some girls soccer updates. I'm going to start off with the Boca Dots. Uh, you know, they, they won 6-1 over Lincoln County, and they are continuing their success. This is the first winning season that the Polka Dots have had in nine years, and they are really showing off. And Winfield won tonight uh, over Huntington St. Joe's 3-1. So you're going to see the rival um come into play the rival game on Saturday. The Polka Dots are taking on the Winfield Lady Generals at Winfield for the sectional championship, and that's going to happen around 2 o'clock. Um, the boys' sectional championship is going to take place at noon, and then right after, as soon as the teams can get warmed up, the girls' sectional is going to happen, and that's going to be Polka versus Winfield. Winfield, everybody knows, has a great history in girls' soccer, but Polka's an up-and-coming team. So, you know, hopefully that'll be a good game and, you know, they will come to play and come to show out. So really looking forward to that game. Uh, Philip Barber had a 1-0 win over El Elkins. That went into overtime. And uh, so Philip Barber, congratulations to them. They won their sectional championship and they are moving on. Uh, East Fairmont, they defeated the Polar Bears, a Fairmont senior. And they are going to be playing at North Marion against North Marion Saturday at 10 a.m. Uh, in the sectional championship. And that should be a really good game. Um, East Fairmont and North Marion usually are both strong teams, and that should be a really good game. And then Willing Park uh, just blew out JM 10-0. Uh, um, for the sectional championship, so that was just, you know, 
just a total blowout. So what I want to do now is I want to give you guys uh, a, a quick break, let you um, um, listen to a quick ad, and I'm going to get a drink. As you can hear, my voice is cracking a little bit. I have been sick, and I don't know what's wrong with my voice. They, they've got me on some antibiotics, so hopefully by this weekend when we are talking uh, scores and updates on football games and the WVU game and the Marshall game, um, that we will have a good voice then. But when we come back, we're going to talk Kaiser Bridgeport. We're going to talk about two guys that are trying to break some records, and then we're going to give you a bonus game to talk about. So let's take a quick break. I thank you guys for hanging in there with me, and we're going to talk high school football after this. Hey everybody, I wanted to tell you about Anchor. It's what I'm using to make this podcast. I use it not only because it's free, but because it's easy. I can record and broadcast anything and everything right from my phone, or I can use a computer. It allows me to edit things, and it has everything I need just in one place. And not only that, you can make money from your podcasts. But what you have to do is you've got to go download the free Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm just to get started. And then send me a link. I want to hear your podcast. All right, guys, we're back. Let's talk about some guys that can break some records. Let's talk about a season record first. Oak Glenn Michaels Limley. He's got 11 interceptions so far, and the state record is 16. So he's got to get five interceptions in the next three games to break that state record. That record was set in 1990, and I wish him all the luck in the world. Uh, He has worked hard this season. Um, They haven't played um, a a lot of great teams, but to already have 11 interceptions is a big deal, and, you know, good luck to him on breaking that record, but the one that I want to talk about, the one that has amazed me, is Mingo Central's Drew Hatfield. He's a, he's a great kid, and in the last four years, he has worked his butt off, and he has the opportunity not only to become West Virginia's all-time leader in three categories, if he can get the the numbers, not only will he become West Virginia's leader, he'll be in the top eight nationally. So, um, I would love for him just to finish in the top 10 nationally, but if he can get these numbers, he can move up into the top eight nationally and get recognized, get West Virginia recognized, and this kid deserves it. What he needs to do in the next three games, he needs to get 33 receptions. That's 11 uh, receptions a game. 
that's going to be kind of hard for him to do. They do target him down there in Mingo, but he needs 33 receptions in order to become West Virginia's all-time leader in receptions and, like I said, top eight nationally. He needs 485 more yards. Um, these are all-purpose yards, so uh, he may be able to get that one. He he would become the all-time West Virginia leading receiver yards, and he could finish top eight nationally. The next number he needs is 14 more TDs. Um, I don't know if he can score. I mean, that amounts to almost five touchdowns a game, and I don't know if he can get that one. I think that's going to be the hardest one for him to get. Um, like I said, then he would take over the touchdown leads in West Virginia and be in the top eight nationally, and I'm, I, I just don't know that he can do that. Um, so I'm looking, I'm predicting that he's going to get one of these. By the end of the season, I would love it if he would get all three. But I, I really think it's stocked against him. I wish him the best. I hope Mingo as a team pulls together and they get this for Drew Hatfield. But we're going to wait and see. Now, let's talk game of the week. Um, I know that there are different podcasts out there. There are different, you know, um, Facebook Live radio programs out there. Uh, I know Roan County's got one. Haas Media's got one. Um, the Coalfield Companies, they p- predict games. I know that um, there are different radio stations and TV stations. Uh, WCHS, they have their game of the week and everything. But I, I'm going to uh, pick a double-A game as the game of the week. Um, I don't see how you can't pick this as your game of the week. It is number three Kaiser, who is and 7-0, going to number four in double-A Bridgeport, who is and 6-1. It's happening Friday night at Bridgeport at 7. I'm going to try to find a live stream of this game if at all possible, so that we can post it up on WV Overtime, so that any of you that are home and you want to watch this, that that you can, uh, because we we really are interested in this game. I would love to find a live stream of it. I would love to be able to watch it late Friday night or sometime Saturday because I think it's just going to be an excellent game. The history of these two programs are are unreal. You know, Kaiser's got three state championships. And granted that they happen, uh, they got one in 56, one in 62, and one in 69. So they haven't won a state championship since 1969. But they do have three state championships, and there are a lot of high schools out there that can't say that they have multiple state championships. However, Bridgeport, they have nine state championships, and, you know, they really come to play. They had a three-peat in 2013, 2014, and 2015 that they can brag about. So these two teams all have state championships. They have a great history of 
you know, playing excellent football and coming together as a team and really working hard. So I'm pretty excited about this. Last year, Bridgeport beat Kaiser 28-19, and it was a really excellent game. Both of them made the state playoffs. Kaiser uh, went to the quarterfinals of the state playoffs last year, and they lost to Bluefield. Well, the very next week, in the state semifinals, Bridgeport lost to Bluefield. So both of them, back-to-back, in the state playoffs last year, lost to Bluefield. And so they are looking for a return, and I'm sure they don't want to see Bluefield coming this time. Let's talk about quarter-for-quarter. Um, Kaiser is averaging 56.7 points a game, whilst Bluefield is averaging 31.7. Uh, both of them are first half teams. Um, they're scoring in the 20s in the first quarter. Kaiser is is averaging 23 points in the first quarter, and Bridgeport's averaging 21 points in the first quarter. However, something is happening with both these teams in the second half. I don't know whether they're putting their second string in, or they're just uh, getting tired, or uh, the teams that they're playing are making some switches defensively and hurting them. But uh, they both are averaging 14 points in the second half. Not second quarter. In the second half. Bridgeport isn't usually scoring in the fourth quarter. So, really looking for a defensive game here. Um, I know that they've got some offenses, but what those averages tell me is that people are making defensive switches and changes on them. And so, I look for this to be a defensive game. And, you know, people are throwing out these Kaiser statistics. Um, You know, they've been talking about it all week, that Kaiser has outscored their opponents 397 points to 7 points, that they've only allowed 7 points this year. I don't think Bridgeport cares. I I think that Bridgeport uh, really believes that they can score on Kaiser's defense. I don't know. We're going to have to watch that. That's something that, that we're going to have to, to really play on. And then the other number that I keep seeing everyone talk about, everyone throw out, is that Kaiser runs the ball down people's throat. Um, they've got 3,356 yards of of offense, of total net yards against their opponents, while their opponents have only got 771 total net yards. And people are throwing that out there, that Kaiser runs the ball down people's throat and that they can't stop them. Well, again... I just don't think Bridgeport cares. I really don't. I don't think Bridgeport cares. And so 
I have been talking to both of these team student sections all year long. Not because I was looking forward to this game. Not because I thought that Kaiser was going to be number three in AA and Bridgeport was going to be number four in AA. That is not the reason. It is because these two student sections like to talk. The Golden Tornadoes have been pumping themselves up all year long. I have heard them talk about Weir. I have heard them talk about everything. And they have been talking to Bridgeport all year long about how bad they're going to beat them. Well, Bridgeport student section, the pit, has been talking it right back. And like I said, even though they lost to the Polar Bears earlier in the season, the pit has been telling Kaiser that they're going to kill him. And so I really look for the pit, the student section at Bridgeport, to show up big and make this a big home game. I look for them to throw in the air. I look for them to be cheering like crazy and getting loud and showing off. Um... I think that that's going to give Kaiser some problems because I don't think that Kaiser has played anybody that has a cheering section like this. And I think they're going to have a little bit of problems with the noise. So I'm going to do something that I usually don't do. I usually, I will predict games, uh, especially college games. I watch a lot of college football. I haven't seen either one of these teams play. I have not seen Kaiser play. I have not seen Bridgeport play. But like I said, I've been talking to the student sections. I've been reading the articles. I have been keeping up on scores. I have been talking to some newspaper writers up there and everything. So this is just me doing it blind. I am picking Bridgeport. I'm picking Bridgeport with the upset. I'm picking them 18 to 12. And I know that Kaiser's going crazy right now, and they think Sam is crazy, and they think we score way more than 12 points. And there is no way that Bridgeport is scoring 18 points on us. We have only allowed 7 points the whole entire season, and you think one team is going to score 18 points on, on us. Well, you know what, Kaiser? Yes, I do. I think Bridgeport wins this game. I think they score the points on you. And I think they make the defensive switch. I think they watch the film. And I think they stop your run. And uh, Bridgeport, the pit, you better be talking to your players. And you better be backing me up. Because um, I have listened to the pit all year they haven't proven me wrong and so i am taking bridgeport and the pit at home 18 to 12 but i want to give you a little bit of a backup pick i want to talk real quick and i mean real quick i'm not breaking anything down i am I've got a feeling, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why, and I'm going to tell you why. But I want to talk real quick about number 14 Winfield going up against number 26 Nitro.
I thought Nitro was going to be a lot better this year. And I have been hearing all about Winfield. I've been hearing about John Covert and Nick Vance and how they are just destroying teams. I know they dropped 70 against Logan at Logan. I know all about that. But for some reason... And I know the reason is Zach Davis, Nitro's coach. He has a podcast that's called The Mind of a Football Coach, of Mind of FB Coach. If you get a chance, you need to listen to that podcast because uh, Coach Zach Davis knows what he is talking about. I truly believe that Nitro is turning it around, and I believe that Trevor Lowe is who is turning it around. I listen to his podcast. I listen to him talk about having no fear, about how getting better is about having no fear, especially of failure, of trying different things, of working hard, and not having fear. So I think Nitro comes out on Friday night. They show that they have no fear, and I think they beat Winfield 32-20. to And I know that all of you just drove off the road while you're listening to this going to work or you spit out your lunch if you're listening to this at lunch, but I'm calling it here and now. I really do. I think Nitro beats Winfield. I think Zach Davis is turning Nitro around slowly but surely. I know the principal, Jason Redman, up there believes in him. I know those kids are believing in him. And I just really believe in Zach Davis and his system and and what he is doing and how he is doing it. And I think that the end of this season, I think Nitro is a team to look for. And I think... Zach Davis and Trevor Lowe start building their program for next year starting this week and they beat Winfield 32-27. So you guys write me. I told you where you can find me. Uh, Hit me on email, wvovertime at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. Tell me how wrong I am. Tell me how right I am. Hey, the pit you better be writing me and telling me how great you guys are and reassuring me for that pick on Kaiser and yes Kaiser I fully expect you to just kill me but I am uh, really looking forward to this week's games and I hope when I come to you on Friday night that um I am telling you some good scores, Uh, but I will see you again on Talking High School Sports on Friday night, late Friday night. We're going to be talking um, updates on the football games. We're going to be previewing some soccer games, and we're going to be talking WVM Marshall. So you guys let me know what you think, what you want to hear. Remember, we're for the fans, by the fans, and I'll see you guys late Friday night.